my wonderful friends, welcome to Fate FM. Welcome to Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nikrita, your host, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and I would like to invite you to contact us, SMS us, uh, ring us, whatever way you like to to use. If you like to send us an email, you can send an email to info faithfm.com.au or you can um, leave a message uh, right as we talk and uh, you can become part of this program with us uh, today if you text us on 0488880811 I'll repeat that number again it's 048880811 you can also uh, visit our website if you like, faithfm.com.au. The theme for uh, today is, is the Bible relevant in the third millennium? And our big questions, which we are going to look during this week, are, does the Bible matter? How did we get the Bible? Can the Bible be trusted? And let's see what Jesus said. Is the Bible still relevant in the early third millennium? I would like to just say welcome back to Drive Time because uh, we had a break for a couple of weeks, uh, uh, but it's so good to be back uh, with you on uh, on Drive Time this new year. And uh, as we talk already, January is almost gone. And uh, what a year we had. What a year... We had 2020 will go down as one of the most uh, memorable, uh, but uh, not for necessarily nice reasons. And um, as I said, our uh, topic for uh, for this week on Drive Time, um, it's about the Bible. Is the Bible relevant um, in the third millennium? Our co-host today is Joseph Maticic. Joseph is the General Secretary of the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia, and it's very good to have you back with us, Joseph. Yeah, great to be back, Nick, for another new year uh, here on Drive Time. Oh, well, look, if we are going to talk about how the, even this break time, you know, uh, it worked out for us in various ways, probably we'll take all the time of this program just to talk on that, because I believe... Almost from day to day, we faced different uh, different challenges. Yes, right. And I know that you you are going to take uh, you know a bit of a, a bit of a holiday around here, around the country, to say so, because you're not able to go anywhere else. And even that was a challenge, was it? It certainly was. Yeah, we had plans, and uh, this, uh, when it started traveling, and then obviously um, things changed very quickly. Nick, uh, borders closed, or we heard news that borders were going to close, and we had to cut short our trip, turn around, and and, and come back. And uh, that happened to a lot of people around Australia over the whole Christmas New Year period. Really disrupted plans for many, many people. Right. That's, that's so true. That's so true. Hey, Joseph, um, we'll try to make use of uh, this time, uh, you know, as best we, as we can. But look, um, talking about uh, the Bible, you know, and uh, does the Bible matter? Um, you know, 
becomes very important question uh, lately, especially with some uh, recent incidents in uh, Australia where the Bible and its views have been ignored by our uh, society. Mm. I mean, let's ask our listeners, tell us what you think. Is the Bible still relevant today? And in particular, we want to hear from you. Can you think of examples where the Bible and its teachings have been recently undermined? Please just put your hands on on the phone and send us a text. Uh, This is the way you can communicate with us uh, right now as as we talk today on on Drive Time. And again, I will give you the um, number where you can send us an SMS. The number is 048-880-811. I'll repeat this number again. It's a new number we use and a new system. It's 048-880-811. There's a lot of eights there, Nick. But, um, yeah, it'd be great. It would be great to hear from our listeners. I mean, this is a... A really interesting question that we're, we're, we're tackling today, starting today and then all of this week, about how relevant is the Bible in, in the third millennium. And um, yeah, it'd be great to hear from our listeners um, what they think. How relevant is the Bible? Is it still relevant? Yes. And in particular, can they think of any examples of things of, that's happened recently in Australia where uh, the Bible and its teachings, um, its where biblical views have actually been, been recently undermined? Like, love to hear from our listeners yeah me too me too and joseph uh, let's uh, let's kick in uh, with this uh, today uh, uh, can we believe the bible yeah well that's a that's an important thing to to consider i mean it, it almost uh, people might think well why why even bother asking that but you know the bible has been best-selling book for years uh maybe even centuries once upon a time most people believed and read the bible but not now. Less people read it and even less believe it and are actually putting it into practice or live according to it. Uh, sadly, even some Christians don't take the Bible seriously or, or parts thereof. All this begs our question today, does the Bible matter? Mm. And that's, Nick, that's the question, Nick, that uh, we want to, um, to look at together uh, in, our, in our time today on, on, on Drive Time. Uh, does the Bible really matter? I want to share seven reasons why the Bible does matter. Mm. Uh, I want us to look at seven compelling answers to this question uh, together today. Reason number one why the Bible does matter is this, and that is what the Bible claims for itself, the claims it makes itself. Now, the Bible makes claims for itself that no other book has ever done. It makes some extraordinary claims. Here, is, here are the claims that the Bible makes. First of all, uh, the Bible claims to be the Word of God. And this claim is the foundation of all the other claims that it makes. Uh, claiming, claiming to be the Word of God, Nick, mm-hmm. is a huge claim. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, for example, it, it, the Bible itself states, and uh, I, I would like to read this, actually, because this is, this is a very important uh, uh, passage of Scripture. Second, uh, Second Timothy chapter 3, and uh, 
and verse 16, it, it says this, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Mm. It says here that all Scripture is God-breathed, uh, or as it puts in some other versions, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, is inspired by God. Now, uh, there are many, many writings that are inspiring. Uh, yes. There are many other books and, and lots of literature out there that, that, that can be, and that is, that is inspiring. Uh, but none of them, Nick, um, make the claim that they are divinely inspired. Yes. You see the difference? Yes. Um, the Bible is the only book that claims uh, to be divinely inspired, that, that, it is, that, is the, that it is the Word of God. Um, that's a huge claim. And uh, that's, that's why uh, the Bible matters and why we need to consider it seriously. But uh, you know, the Bible claims to be, to be God's Word to the human race. Yes. Uh, it is God's word to every man, woman, and child. It, it, it's God's word to everyone. The people who wrote the Bible stated that they were receiving the words of God. Uh, they, they, would, they would often um, express that they were actually speaking for God. Mm-hmm. Uh, notice, notice, for example, let me just share one example of, of this. Um, the prophet... The prophet Jeremiah, uh, the prophet Jeremiah around the, the late 700s into the, the 600s BC, mm-hmm. uh, he wrote, uh, and uh, he, he lived and, and wrote at that time. And um, he, we read this, for example, uh, he, he experienced a call from God, uh, an encounter with God, and uh, God calling him to, um, uh, to pass on his messages. And then he wrote these down in what we have as the book of Jeremiah. Found in the Old Testament, yes, uh, it's actually a, a, one of the longest books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, notice this in Jeremiah chapter one and uh, and verse nine, it says this. Jeremiah is writing, and he says, "Then the Lord reached out His hand and touched my mouth, and He said to me, I have put my words in your mouth.'" Mm. What we find here is that Jeremiah is clearly saying that the message that he is to convey, uh, what he then uh, records here in the book of Jeremiah, is, is a message from God. This is, this, this is the word of God. Uh, that, that he, it's not his own philosophies or ideas or, 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 um, or inventions. Um, and then uh, as, we, as we go on, uh, you can see here, uh, right from the very next chapter, chapter 2, verse 1, the word of the Lord came to me, go and proclaim in the hearing of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. Uh, and when we go on further on, uh, uh, as, as, we, as you read through this uh, later on in chapter 7, uh, again, he, re- he repeatedly says, hear the word of the, the word of the Lord. So um, the Bible makes um, incredible claims for itself. Uh, it, it claims to be the word of God. Mm, that's very, um, very important, Joseph. It's, it's a huge thing to, to realize yeah. and to be aware of the fact that those Bible writers, they were inspired, as you said, uh, by God, and it was God's word. And almost, we use that terminology, uh, they were tools in God's hand, yeah. you know, a channel, if you like, yeah. to yeah. Um, 
to deliver uh, God's uh, God's plan, God's will. Yeah, that's right. And so w- what we have recorded in Scripture, as as we saw from the outset, the Bible makes this ex- at, uh, um, uh, amazing claim that it is the Word of God. It, it is it's divinely inspired. Another claim, Nick. Another claim that the Bible makes is that it claims to record uh, God's hand in history. Many people might acknowledge that uh, that there is a God. Uh, they would even admit that he may have created in the world in the beginning, but but many don't think that God is really involved, you know, involved in everything. What in in our yeah. everyday life? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, and most of all, even when you talk about politics and all those things, and you, as you see how <laughs> politics goes, we may we may touch on this maybe. But you're right. Actually, we have to see and understand. You know, in the context. Of God being the the one who overseeing everything, and He's in control of everything. And he, he, you're right. And and when we read the Bible, what we find there is that it, it presents a picture of a God who is involved in the affair, uh, in the affairs of humanity. Um, for example, uh, we read the accounts through um, through the early parts of the well, the first whole first section of it really where, of God's dealings with His chosen nation, Israel. Uh, God was involved in their deliverance from Egypt. He was directly involved with their their crossing of the Red Sea, uh, their conquest of Canaan, and then uh, centuries later, He was involved uh, in their their return from from Babylon, mm. from Babylonian captivity, mm. and there's more. There's more. The Bible claims that God removes kings and sets them up, uh, that he uses nations for a purpose. And like you said just before, Nick, that you know, it, it, it claims, it states there that God, God is in control. And so um, the Bible makes this claim that God is involved in, in world history, in the affairs of this world. Yes. Um, another claim, so that's a, that's a, also an astounding claim, but uh, let, let me go on. There's a few more claims that the Bible makes. Uh, it makes the claim to be able to predict the future. Mm-hmm. In fact, the Bible is full of predictions about the future, Nick. Uh, there are predictions about cities, nations, peoples, and events. Uh, some predictions were made centuries before they came to pass. Mm. Others closer to the event. Yep. Uh, nonetheless, there are that th- were predictions, and uh, for example, there are some three hundred predictions that were made about um, the coming of, of Jesus as, as as the Messiah, about his birth and about his life, and 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 the events that would happen with his death and his resurrection. Um, some three hundred of them, and I think we um, talked about uh, one uh, on one of our progress about this how. Um, Important is to see all of those coming to fulfillment, you know, uh, 300 predictions about Jesus Christ yep. to happen. Mm. That's something. And we're not going to ba- go back now uh, to what we refer in one of our previous programs. But uh, again, uh, to our listeners, if you like to check some of our programs, yeah. you know, uh, in the past, you always uh, can uh, go uh, on our website and uh, listen on demand uh, and search for some of the programs which we have uh, there. And we deal with all sorts of questions, big questions. But yeah, coming back, Joseph, to to what you're just saying about the amazing 
300 predictions about just the life of Jesus. That's exactly right. And as you said, Nick, I, I, I do remember us actually here on Drive Time um, going through uh, uh, just a sampling of those predictions. Uh, we didn't have time to cover all 300. Yes. Uh, but yeah, certainly encourage our listeners, yeah, go, go back and listen to that and uh, yeah, uh, refresh, refresh yourselves about that. And uh, yeah, we, we will, um, in upcoming uh, episodes, touch on other uh, other prophecies as well. We, we will look at, 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 at some of these great predictions. Now, these predictions, they're actually called prophecies by the Bible. And uh, here on Faith FM, um, uh, we're going to look at some of these in, in, in other programs. Uh, while you're saying that, Joseph, uh, because I would like to make a, to put here a, a, a short advert, because we are dealing in um, various parts of our city here in Adelaide with uh, prophecies, mm. with Bible prophecies. And um, if you like to... I'm just saying to to our listeners right now, if you want to learn more and to be part of a group who's searching, who's Mm. opening the Bible to understand the prophecies of the Bible, we'll be more than happy to, uh, you know, to guide you through, to be part of of one of those groups which happen um, here in uh, South Australia and studying the Bible. This is, for example, one of the groups, uh, Bible Spotlight. And uh, every Monday evening, at Brighton SDA Church at 6.30 p.m., there will be presentations like, is the Bible reliable and still relevant? Why is the world failing apart? Hmm. And we definitely, we look at this, you know, and whatever we turn our head around, we're thinking, what's going on? Hmm. What's going on? Should a Christian drink or smoke. You know, that's a very interesting subject, you know, uh, not necessarily dealing with the prophecy, but dealing with ourselves, how to be in a best shape to understand and put in practice, you know, what we understand from the, from the Bible. Um, do we go to heaven when we die? Or why does God allow pain and suffering? You know, these are some of the topics which um, you can be part of, of, of a Bible study Seventh-day Adventist Brighton Church. Amelia Street, The Hove. Yes. Amelia Street, Hove. Yeah. The Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church. And uh, when does that commence? Nick, have you got a starting date there? Yeah. First of February. Starts first of February, Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church at 10 Amelia Street, Hove. All right. 10 Amelia Street, Hove. That's a great opportunity, Nick. Yeah. Um, Mondays, uh, 6.30 p.m. for people to, uh, to, to, to join that, uh, those presentations and, and, yeah, discover more. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Uh, let's, let's uh, come back, uh, Joseph, uh, to, to continue with, uh, with this, uh, Bible, uh, claims. Yeah. So, Nick, we're looking at the, the question for today. Does the Bible matter? And we're looking at seven reasons why the Bible does matter. Reason number one that we're still in, uh, and, and it's a significant reason, is what the Bible claims for itself. The Bible makes some incredible claims. It claims to be the Word of God. It claims to uh, record God's hand in history. It claims to predict the future, we've said. And now moving on, Nick, uh, another claim that it makes is that it claims to provide wisdom and understanding. You know, the Bible answers the biggest questions about life. Questions such as, where have I come from? Why am I here? How should I live? Is there a future? What kind of future is there? And how do I become part of it? So the Bible claims to provide uh, these answers to, the, to these uh, 
big questions of life. Uh, it gives us understanding about history, uh, the future, and uh, and also about about who God God is. Um, and so, Nick, the reason number one why the Bible matters is because of what it claims for itself. Yep. Yeah. I said there was. I want to share seven reasons. That's just one. Um, let me share the second reason. The second reason that the Bible matters is because it is the main source of information about Jesus. Jesus is Jesus of Nazareth uh, has been considered the most influential person who has ever lived. Uh, there have been more books written about him. Uh, he has inspired a lot of great music. Um, our, our, our very calendars are shaped by his life. For example, we, we divide um, time with B.C. Yep. and A.D. Yeah. B.C., before Christ, A.D. referring to Anno Domino, meaning the year of our Lord. Um, so Jesus has been one of the most influential persons that has ever lived, not to mention, not to mention that there have been millions of people who've given their lives, who've sacrificed their own lives, who, who've died um, to, to, in order to follow him. Believing, believing in Jesus, and that's right. Uh, yeah. That's that is a very important claim of the Bible, Joseph, to um, to prove, you know, that uh, that was not just a sp- something happened, you know, who knows when in time, and that's it. You know, there are many great things happening, and uh, not for long, or you know, been forgotten, but uh, with Jesus particularly, more and more people are interested in. Uh, you know, in Jesus and, and his life. Well, Nick, uh, the Bible really um, is, the only, is, is the only real source of information that we have about Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, apart from the Bible, we, know, we, we would know virtually nothing, really. I mean, there's a couple of references, historical references afterwards, but, yeah, next to the, uh, next to the Bible, we would have n- nothing. And so, you know, Jesus was very influential. For example, um, Time magazine. Nick, Time magazine at the end of the, uh, the last century uh, wrote that no one else's life has proved as remotely powerful and enduring as that of Jesus. Mm. Um, now, according to the Bible, Jesus is not, Jesus was more than just an influential person. Yes. The Bible says that he was the son of God. Yes. Uh, the savior of the world, uh, that he died and rose again. Uh, it, it refers to him as coming back to take his people uh, to heaven. And so, um, Reason number two why the Bible still matters is because it's our main source of information about Jesus. Wow, that's that's wonderful. Hey, Joseph, um, I'm going to take a short break here, and then we'll uh, we'll continue. And I have a beautiful song here lined up for uh, everyone. Uh, Give me the Bible uh, by um, uh, Matt uh, uh, Minkas. I think that's the right name. Just uh, relax and enjoy this piece of music and we'll be back in a moment. Give me the Bible, star of gladness gleaming To cheer the wonder, lone and tempest-tossed No storm can hide that peaceful radiance beaming Since Jesus came to seek and save the lost Give me the Bible, holy message 
FaithFM in your pocket? Just go to faithfm.com.au on your phone and you can listen anywhere and anytime. And welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Kurita and Joseph Matichik. Now, just before we moving on, uh, Joseph, I would like again to um, to ask our listeners um, to to tell us uh, what they think. Is the Bible still relevant today? And in particularly, uh, we want to hear from you. Can you think of an example where the Bible and its teachings have been recently undermined? Now, again, you can do that as we talk right now, and we'll we'll, uh, consider that and um, get back to you. If we can right now, as we talk, and you need to just text a a message to to us, 048888. Zero eight one one. That's the number where you um, can send an SMS, and we can see it right away and answer yeah. back. Yeah, we we can we can share it on air. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Now, Joseph, uh, yeah, you are sharing um, about a couple of things, you know, about uh, um, the Bible and uh, can we trust? Uh, can we trust the Bible? Now, uh, the last one uh, you mentioned um, uh, is it the main source of uh, infor- information about Jesus, for mm. example? Mm. Now, you're moving on. Uh, what would you like to share uh, further? The next couple of points. Yeah, so we're looking at seven reasons why the Bible matters. Reason number one is because of the claims that it makes for itself. Reason number two is because it's the main source of information about Jesus. Uh, the third reason why the Bible matters, Nick, is because it speaks of uh, a life to come. Mm. The Bible teaches that there is a future life to come. Uh, it uses various terms and expressions for this, such as eternal life, everlasting life, uh, it, referring to a new heaven and a new earth. Um, it describes a resurrection from the dead, uh, talks about the dead being raised to life. Um, so it, it has a lot of teaching about a future life to come. Now, you would think that any, any person with uh, any sort of intelligence would want to consider a book that claimed to teach about a future, uh, that, that talked about a better life to come, and explained how it could be theirs. Now, the Bible doesn't simply teach that a future life is possible. It speaks about it with certainty, and it explains how people can actually be part of it. So whether the Bible is true actually does matter, Nick. Absolutely. Um, and so uh, that's, that's, now that's, that's another topic. Um, is the Bible true? Is it reliable? Can, can we trust it? Um, and uh, as you indicated in the opening, uh, there will be um, uh, uh, programs um, later in uh, this week here on Drive Time, they're going to be looking at specifically at, the, uh, at, at evidence that the Bible, that shows that the Bible can be trusted. A fourth reason why the Bible matters is this. It's relevance, relevance to life. Many people these days think that the, um, that the Bible is out of date. Uh, they consider the Bible to be irrelevant, um, even downright boring, um, they see that it, they would think that the Bible does not relate to our lives in the 21st century. Mm. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. The Bible explains about life and death. It brings hope and comfort. Uh, the Bible speaks on various topics, uh, deals with issues such as making money, mm. losing it, uh, on issues and matters relating to friendship and relationships. Yes. Uh, has um, material for, for husbands, for wives, for children. It has significant teachings on values and morals. Uh, it, 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 it deals with health and healthy living, diet, um, and, of course, huge portions of uh, and accounts on, on history and uh, and predictions about the future. Absolutely. So it, it speaks to it speaks to the past, Nick. Um, it describes the past. Um, it, it has a lot of information about history and things that have taken place, things that uh, things that have been verified over time, and 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 you know coming up here on drive time that's going to be looked at a little bit more in more detail. Um, but it, it deals with personal things, like we well, like we've said, and of course it deals with with the big issues. So um, 
the Bible, uh, the, the reason that uh, the Bible definitely matters, Nick, is because it is relevant. It does speak to to our um, our, our issues that w- that we are facing. Um, and many of our listeners, you know, may be interested uh, to find out and, and probably be surprised sometimes how many topics and, and um, uh, they can find in the Bible and the relevance. I'm just reminded of a uh, discussion with a friend of mine who was uh, a financial broker, you know, and uh, he shared with me that he lost. I mean, he's, a, he's an expert in uh, how to make money and how to keep uh, money. And he said, hey, I lost 40%. Of my money, you know, in, in super and all those things. And I thought, you lost, you know. Uh, I mean, if you, you are an expert, what about me? But you know, sometimes we are looking in the, in, in the wrong places mm. about advice and things like that. But the Bible has very decent advice in all aspects of life. That, that is so true. And uh, even just on financial management, uh, th- th- it's actually proven, Nick, that some of the best financial advice uh, is the biblical advice that the Bible gives on financial management? Mm. Uh, a lot of people don't realize this. Uh, they might actually think that it would that that um, following the Bible's teachings and principles on finances would actually be a a backward step. It's not the case at all, Nick. Uh, some of the most successful business uh, people uh, and um, and those who have achieved financially have have been those who have followed uh, biblical teachings and principles on on money and and finances. And so the Bible, uh, the re- the reason that the Bible matters is because its relevance to life. Well, a fifth reason to take the Bible seriously is that the Bible has the ability. To change people's lives. Wow. Now, not everyone wants to have their lives changed. That's fair enough. They are free to choose. Mm-hmm. However, uh, most people deep down will acknowledge that our world's greatest problem is ourselves. Yes. That's humans. They are the cause of ultimately of wars, injustice, murders, child abuse. Nowadays, we are seeing, for example, more and more depression and suicide and their addictions and so on. Greatest problem in our world is the problem of humans, people. The Bible claims to be able to solve this fundamental human problem and to get to the root of the matter. Uh, For example, uh, it it states quite clearly in Romans chapter 3, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That is verse 23. Yeah, yes. Romans three twenty-three. All have sinned. Uh, uh, the Bible states it. That, 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 that's, ult- that's ultimately our greatest problem. The greatest problem is, is the problem of, uh, uh, of humanity, which, which the Bible refers to as sin. A uh, sin problem. Now, it doesn't just point out the problem, Nick. Uh, it actually then points to also the solution, to, mm. to, to the remedy. Mm. And uh, it, it, it describes um, about how, as humans, uh, we can actually change. Now, we, we talked about that just as we approached your end. Um, is change possible? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely it is. Um, through, um, through the one who can really change and help us, and that's through Jesus Christ, through the power of Jesus Christ, and that's talked about in the Bible. And um, uh, it refers, of, obviously, you know, the, the Christmas story tells us that he, his name shall be called Jesus. Why? Because he will save his people 
from their sins, mm. from their sins. That's our greatest problem, and the Bible points to the solution to that. And uh, and Nick, it would be fair to say uh, your life has been changed by it. My life has been changed. Countless number of people that you and I know that uh, uh, that we have met, uh, whose lives have been, they've tried everything else probably. Yes. And but uh, nothing, no, none of those other things can ultimately change the human heart. Only God can change the human heart. So true, so yeah, true. And that's what the Bible talks about. And um, th- that is the thing that has changed countless lives around the world for for many many years. That is the reason to take. Uh, what the Bible seriously? That's why the Bible matters because it's it has the ability to change people's lives. Great. That's the fifth reason. Reason number six, why the Bible does matter, is that the Bible is the basis of our culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people may not think much about where did our culture come from. But we'd soon notice the differences uh, if, if if that was removed uh, or if, if it was taken away if, or if it was replaced or if we were uh, living in a completely different culture if we, we you know we were able to move to move away and particularly Joseph if I can just interrupt you here particularly in a Western culture spot on you know because uh, even though there are parts of the world where uh, may not uh, look at the Bible to be there uh, but even though. Many of the things in their lawmaking, in all those things, the principles are from the Bible. Yes. You know, uh, but and this is a worry in a way, uh, Joseph, mm-hmm. even thinking like how the, the politics evolve and uh, all sorts of things that we are moving away from the percepts of the Bible. You know, you know, there are lots of things to, to consider right now how important it is to look back and trust the Bible. Well, absolutely. And uh, even right here in Australia, Nick, and and this is, I guess, what we're sort of wanting to hear, I guess, maybe from some of our listeners, uh, uh, we have seen in the last couple of years how some biblical views, let's say on morality, Mm -hmm. uh, on relationships, on marriage, the biblical views have uh, have been pushed away by by our society. and uh, yeah, that, that's 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 a very very significant thing. Yet, um, yeah, you, you talked about Western culture. That that that's exactly it. In fact, let's talk about this a little bit more. Um, you know, people may not realise this. Um, uh, maybe some of um, some of our new generation these days may, may not be aware that where, where that actually came from. But um, if we go back, uh, we go back to let's say um, the 15th century, Nick, the 16th century. Um, uh, essentially, the world population was more centered around where uh, you know uh, Europe, Europe, Asia, yes, yeah, yep. that kind of stuff. And uh, we refer to that as the dark in the Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what happened? What happened? Well, it was dominated by the medieval church, especially in Europe, right? Yes. And uh, we'll see the connection in a minute here culturally where we're going with this, but. Um, yeah, Europe. Uh, that was sort of the heart of civilization, in a sense. Uh, that was that was the, the heart, and it was dominated by the medieval church. Um, it was a it was a, it was a difficult time. There was oppression. Um, there weren't freedoms there for people to enjoy, uh, to express themselves, or freedom of thought and uh, freedom of of speech, and so on. And uh, what took place during the 15th and the 16th century? Uh, we uh, we we have what's known as the the Reformation. Yes, you know, the, or, or more specifically, the Protestant Reformation. Yes. Um, um, where uh, 
God-fearing men and, and um, stood up and courageously spoke out against um, some of the false teachings and practices of the of the church of the day of, mm-hmm. of the day, the medieval church of the day. And anyway, the, it, it launched a movement known as the, the Reformation, um, where it brought people back to the Bible, pointed out the, um, the the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, salvation by faith and grace alone, um, and uh, and it was all based on. Uh, the Bible, uh, one of the foundations and uh, the things that really propelled this is the uh, was the, um, the the concept and the, the desire to get the Bible into the hands of people. Yes, yes. Now uh, that that led to the Protestant Reformation. They were protesting against what was taking place. What ensued from that is people um, were wanting to escape and move out of those countries, Nick, and to settle into into countries where they can enjoy freedoms. Mm. And to express their uh, beliefs. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And so we have the Pilgrim Fathers who migrated to the United States and and subsequently later that, um, others uh, that that came to our country. And so we we have the spread of the Western culture, uh, which... Which is which came out of that Reformation, that Protestant Reformation, um, and our Western culture is based on principles of freedom and respect. Um, our, our whole, essentially, our, our political democratic system, Nick. Yeah, uh, we, um, which again we just seen, you know, how challenged that can be. It, it can be challenged, but mm-hmm. but essentially that that whole democratic system that we have inherited uh, from. Uh, from our forebears, who, 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 whose origins came from um, the Reformation, so they, they, that essentially what we're making a, a connection here is that uh, the Bible is the basis for our, a lot of our Western culture. Now, it doesn't mean that our our culture is. Um, that everything. It doesn't mean that everything in our culture, Nick, is is biblically. Yeah, in yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, but quite but, the contrary. But, but you you but you the, have that concept, you know, of the, the, the big elements of it. Correct. Well, and right. talking about as you just said about the, even that saying that new world, you know, like uh, people wanted to come back to the uh, real uh, source of life, to say so, you know, and, right. and and even that saying, Joseph, I think that's huge, you know, uh, and and implies a lots of things, you know, in God we trust, you know, yes. like the you know written on the dollar, you know, in yep. in uh, US dollar, yep. Yep. Uh, that's a huge claim. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and the question mark is, are we doing what we're saying? Yeah, because that's a different thing. Well, yeah, and um, and so in short, um, uh. Yeah, does the Bible matter? Absolutely, does matter because it's actually the basis of of our of our Western culture, Nick. Mm. Um, uh, and but as we've touched on, we're seeing a diminishing of these Christian values and beliefs, and that's concerning some people. And uh, yeah, we can talk about that more in in, in another program. Well, Nick, a final reason. I, I remember, I wanted uh, I wanted to share with us seven reasons why the Bible does matter. Seven compelling answers to this to this question, and uh, the seventh one and the final one is because the Bible is a source of real hope. Right. I'm sure that if you're like me, uh, you were relieved to see the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you notice uh, the sentiments of people when the new year was being welcomed in? I mean, last year. Has been a very difficult year for many, many people. Absolutely, in many, many places, people people were glad that it was over, and uh, and the the almost universal sentiment of people at the start of this year, as they ushered in the new year, uh, the sentiment was, we hope 
that this new year will be a better one. Mm. Oh, we hope. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty in our world today. There is. There is worry about the economy, the political situation, uh, racial tensions, as we've seen. Of course, climate change continues to to be seen as, as a big co- cause of worry. Uh, and then, then, of course, there is the COVID pandemic still going on. And so... People, people are looking. People are looking for hope. Absolutely, yes. And uh, and the Bible speaks of a hope. It talks about a better hope, a a living hope. Uh, it uses these expressions a, a number of places, uh, and then it it refers to a a blessed hope. That expression, blessed hope, refers specifically to the promise of Jesus' second coming. When he will come and uh, and subsequently create a new heaven and a new earth where there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. Uh, he will come to bring in everlasting peace. That is a real hope. And that is why the Bible does matter. Oh, that's that's really great, Joseph. Uh, and just before we are uh, concluding uh, today, I would like to re- remind our listeners again that they can uh, be part of this program. You know, to be a bit more interactive with uh, with um, our topics. You know, with what we do. Uh, and I would like to again um, invite them to send us some uh, messages. And we're talking today about uh, uh, the Bible, and um, uh, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, we'd like to hear uh, if, the Bible, if you think that the Bible is still relevant today. And even more, can you think of an example where the Bible and its teachings have been recently undermined? Please just uh, send us an SMS to 488 uh, Eight one one, and we are bo- more than happy to um, to chat with you and to answer some of these uh, questions. Now, also, uh, Joseph, I would like to mention that uh, people can join some of the groups which we organized um, during the week and the weekend uh, with some um, good, uh, you know, good topics uh, about the Bible and uh, prophecy. I would like to invite you to be part of uh, one of the um, programs which uh, will start very soon uh, called Bible Spotlight. And um, this um, is taking place uh, starting from Monday, the 1st of February uh, at Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church, 10 Amelia Street, Hove. All of you are welcome to to join us there and um, uh, bring some of your thoughts there too. Uh, again, Monday night will be this happening at 6.30, starting from Monday, the 1st of February. Joseph, we have a few minutes uh, left, uh, and I would like to just... Uh, um, bring it a little bit together as a as a short um, you know conclusion, and then we'll we'll close with a prayer. Sure. So Nick, um, yeah, we, we've been um, uh, yeah, we've been looking at um, what does the Bible still matter, and we have seen today seven reasons why the Bible does matter, um, and we've seen number one that the Bible matters 
because of what it claims for itself. It claims to be the word of God. It claims that to reveal uh, God's dealings in history, to be able to predict the future and to uh, answer the big questions in life. And the second reason the Bible matters is because it is the main source of information about Jesus the most influential person that has ever lived, who, of course, is uh, not just an influential person, but also the saviour of the world. Uh, the third reason uh, that the Bible still matters is because it speaks about a future life, the life to come. The fourth reason that the Bible matters is because of its relevance uh, to, to our lives today. And the topics that it deals with are, are very, very relevant um, to our uh, to our present time. Uh and then we've also seen that the, the reason the Bible um, matters is because it has the ability to change people's lives. It is the basis of Western culture. And finally, it is the source of real hope. That's that's great. And Joseph, let's uh, answer to one of the messages from uh, our friend uh, Carlo. Carlo, it's very good to have you listening with us. And um, would you be able to read that one or do you want me to read it, uh, Joseph? Okay. It's, yeah, it's great to have this message from Carlo that, that's come in. He, uh, he, Carlo says here, the word of God is the living word and its relevance is perpetual, eternal and timely. It is the absolute standard and benchmark of truth in all aspects of humanity, above and beyond any set by man. Particularly at this precarious time, he says, God's word is the only unadulterated truth left in this world. Oh, so true, so true. For the world has turned away to, from truth to follow its worldly desires and has perverted the truth in, in so doing. And he, he, he then um, has two Bible verses uh, reference: Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, and Isaiah 5, 20 and 21. The Lord has preserved his word for us as a powerful and life-changing beacon of light, truth, hope, peace and salvation in this dying world. If that's not relevant, then nothing is. Oh, Thank you very much, Carlo, for sending us uh, that message. And um, we, we are coming very uh, rapidly to, to the close of our uh, program today, but definitely we'll consider uh, messages like this and in the next program we'll address uh, some of the questions if you have. If you have a question or... And and sometimes, you know, during a short uh, period of time on, on air, you may not address all of this, but we'll take in consideration this. Sure. Again, thank you very much, Carlo, mm-hmm. for uh, sending us a message today. Now, Joseph, would you like to just um, pray for uh, for us and for our listeners? This is a huge thing mm-hmm. to be able to uh, consider the Bible, to trust in the Bible, to have that faith, you know, in uh, that what God said is true and will take place. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's let's pray together. Father God, we um, we recognize that we live in a very interesting time, at a time when so many people um, not just question uh, the Bible and its relevance, but even simply don't even think that it has any uh, any use or value at all. Uh, and yet, Lord, we have discovered in our time together this afternoon um, a number of compelling reasons why the Bible does still matter. And ultimately because uh, it, it is the only true hope and source of uh, salvation uh, for the hu- greatest human problem, the problem of sin. We thank you for your word. We thank you that we have the Bible, that we have it readily available. And I pray, Lord, for every person that's listening out there uh, that you'll bless them. And maybe they have some questions. Maybe they have some doubts. Maybe there are some things they want to know more. And I just pray that you'll be with them in their journey, in their in their search for uh, for a greater understanding about you and your word. 
And I pray that you'll bless each, each listener today as we thank you today uh, for the Word of God, the Bible that we have, is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Our time is up for today. Thank you for listening to uh, Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and Joseph uh, Maticic. We are inviting you to join us again tomorrow as we are going to talk about how did we get the Bible. If you like to have your questions answered, please again text on uh, 04-888-80811 or um, send an email to info at faithfm.com.au. Really looking forward to hear from you again. May God richly bless you. I'll leave you with a song today, Don't Give Up by Melissa Otto.
fights 